Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. So you're young, you are quitting your job, you're moving across country, and you're starting a job, hopefully in a new career, and you have no idea what to do with your finances. I'm Shauna Compton-Game, this is Millennial Money, and today we're tackling three Ask Shauna questions that came just from you, the listeners. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton-Game. It will expand your brain. Before we dive into the questions, I just wanted to give a big shout out to all of the new listeners that have joined us in the last couple of months. 
Maybe you've come over from another podcast interview that I've done, or you just found Millennial Money Podcast. And I just wanted to say that I'm so excited to have you as a listener. It means so much to me. If you ever have an Ask Shauna question, you can always hit the link in the show notes, send me over a question. Again, it can be completely anonymous. You don't have to share your name with me. Or you can tell me, don't share your my name on the podcast episode. Totally happy to do that. You can also hit me up on Instagram, use the hashtag AskShauna, or on Twitter as well. And more than happy to answer your questions. Uh, I started to do this segment regularly now since the beginning of the year, and I really like doing it. Uh, I love putting an Ask Shauna question in each episode, and then doing episodes like this one where we just go through a couple of your questions And hopefully, my hope is that by answering these questions and having a discussion with you about these ideas that you'll really understand that money is something that is fluid, it's not one size fits all, and that at the end of the day, really, we're all more alike than we are different. I mean, we we all want success, we all want to make smart decisions with our money, we all have made not so smart decisions with our money and I'm probably the first person that will raise my hand and tell you that. And, you know, I've done a lot of podcast interviews lately where people have asked me, like, why are you so open about talking about your own financial mishaps? And I I think, I hope at least that what it shows is that, A, I'm human. I mean, there isn't any financial expert out there that has not made a financial snafu, mistake, mishap, whatever you want to call it. And if they're standing on a platform and they're saying they haven't, they're not being very honest with you because we've all made decisions that we've looked back on and and said, okay, that was really not a good decision. Whether it was something big or something small, we've all done it. And I, and I, I just am afraid like we're not talking about that enough especially from the expertise side of things so that to me because we don't talk about money we don't you know go to dinner with our friends and and we're not talking about the things we've done right and the things we've done wrong that we create this uh, it's like this invisible wall right where we can't talk about money and and I think what happens is is that we create the wall within ourselves and we create the wall with our relationships with our partners or other people where it's like, okay, money is just this taboo topic and we're not going to dare go into it. And that only makes things worse because it puts you like in this this box where you're trying to figure out what to do with your money. And there are so many different articles and podcasts and ideas and things out there that it can be very confusing. And I know, you know, I've gone through periods of my life where I've reached out to look for advice and read different articles, and I've confused myself. I've even used certain apps where I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) If I'm confused, I would imagine everybody else is pretty confused out there. So the whole point of this long run-on thought is just to, if I can in any way inspire you to not be so fearful or so scared about making the right financial decision and just encourage you to take steps and make some decision. And they're not all going to be right. Some of them, like I said, are going to be wrong and that's totally okay. And, you know, just let yourself off the hook a little bit because the more stress that I think we have and that we that we place on ourselves and we place on our partners around money, the more 
opportunity we have for this to spur on anxiety and depression and all of those unhealthy um, kind of effects that that happen when we're just not in a relaxed state about money. And look, I'm not going to lie to you. Money is tough. And and I've certainly gone through times in my life where I've been panicked about money and in times where I shouldn't have been panicked about money, but I was. And it just, it started to creep in like every aspect of my life. It started to creep into, you know, my sleeping patterns and my eating patterns, my exercise patterns, even how I responded to other people. And so, I mean, I, I know that you know, it can spur on all of these negative effects. So hopefully what we can do with this podcast is, you know, you and I can have a a conversation, a dialogue about money and, you know, take the little bits of information that I give you that you think apply to your life, throw out the rest, you know, and let's just try to have a good time and um, let's try and have some, some air of lightness around money. So our first question comes from Brittany. And Brittany says, I'm 24 years old and I've decided to take a large relocation and change careers in the process. There are, of course, a lot of financial unknowns in this transition. Luckily, I'll be staying with friends for a little while while I get into my first new destination. Do you have any financial tips or best practices for such a large relocation? Great question, Brittany. I think, you know, no matter what age you are, a lot of us go through this time where we're leaving something that we know to something completely unknown. And there's a fear around, you know, am I going to get a job? Is it going to pay me what I need? How long is it going to take? All of those certain things. So it's awesome that you can stay with friends that you're already making such a smart decision. uh, Because if you have friends and you can stay with them either on the cheap or for free, even better, you know, it's just a great way to save your cash. But I would say, you know, really keeping your expenses as low as humanly possible is one of the best things you can focus on. And it's certainly hard to do when you're in a new city, you want to explore, especially if you're in a big city. It's like everything's coming at you at one time. There's so many restaurants you want to try, so many things you want to see. And it can be overwhelming and it can also be, you know, super expensive for your bank account. And so, you know, it's coming to the new location with like, okay, let's be realistic. You know, we only have a certain amount of money and my focus is on doing, you know, X, Y, and Z to get a job, but also, you know, build in a little bit of fun because you got to have, you got to have some fun. You got to treat yourself occasionally into something that just makes you feel good and reminds you of why you made the change. I think, I mean, this is just my personal opinion, but I think if we don't build in some sort of reward system with our money, it becomes just dry and boring and dull and like a task, like taking out the garbage. And I'm honestly not a fan. Jeff will tell you, I'm not a fan of taking out the garbage. Like I do a lot of other house chores, but the garbage thing for me, I don't know what it is. It just, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I obviously don't like the house to stink, so I got to take out the garbage, but you know what I mean? There's there's like a chore or task for each of us that is way on like the bottom of our list. And I think money oftentimes goes there because we don't have any fun with it. And it's not like you should go out and, you know, spend a ton of money, but you should allow yourself some sort of fun. Um, another thing I think it's really important is 
figuring out what I call your burn rate. And this is really just how many months you can sustain living off your savings or any other monies you you have given your current level of expenses, right? So how many months is that for you? And I think this is good for anybody who's going through a change is figuring out that that burn rate because then you consciously know like, okay, I've got five months or six months or 10 months or two months, you know, I've got to get on getting on a job. And while you're doing that, while you're figuring out your burn rate, you can also think about paying maybe the minimums on student loans, credit cards, any other loans that you have where you can theoretically pay a minimum amount. You might think about doing that until you get a job and you can actually ramp up. What I find is, you know, when we make these changes, sometimes we you know, have our money for our student loans, our credit cards auto-deducted from our bank account. We just kind of leave that as is. Well, maybe you were paying those expenses at a level based off of the job that you had and you don't have that particular income. So you might want to think about backing off. Now, you always have to pay the minimums. Unfortunately, you have to pay the minimum, but you don't always have to pay over. And I know that that scares a lot of people like, oh, my student loan and my credit cards is just going to keep growing interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you back off for three months or six months or even for a year, it's honestly not the end of the world. I would rather have you have cash that you can live off of than totally focused on paying down your debt. Another thing is, you know, try to use any credit card points that you have Use sites like Groupon, and there's a great app called uh, Raise. We did a podcast episode with them a few months ago. And you can buy experiences and gift cards on the cheap. And so it's just literally about figuring out how to do the things you want to do, but do them for less money. Think about it more strategically so that you could potentially increase your burn rate. You could add a few more months or a few more weeks to that. All of that matters. And you still have to live life. So using sites and apps and things like that to fill in those gaps just helps you be able to do that thing and, and still have money left. There's lots of grocery apps. I mean, there's a million different savings apps that you can use. So you know, don't go crazy on this, but figure out a few that that really work for you. I would say ask everybody, literally everybody you know in the new place you're relocating to, who do you know that I should know? And set up inexpensive coffee dates to pursue new career opportunities. If you don't have a job, you know, mission number one is to find a job. And so I think one of the best ways to do it is to build out your network, and the only way to do that is to continually ask people, who should you know? Go have coffee with them, introduce yourself, tell them where you've been, you know, what your goals are, where you want to go. Ask them, do you know anybody who can help me? All of those things make such a big difference when you're trying to get a job, because if you've tried to get a job lately, you know that just sending in your resume and a cold cover letter does not get the job done. It's really these internal connections that help you get farther. So, I mean, that's the only way I've ever gotten any project or connection or anything is taking people to coffee and saying, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. Who do you know that I should know? And it really works like a charm and you get 
a lot of great friends that are usually in good positions and you can help them down the line. I would also highly suggest avoid using any retirement savings unless you have to to fill in those gaps. It's expensive and if your money is an IRA, it's subject to a 10% penalty plus whatever money you take out is added to your taxable income. So when it comes to tax time, you really get slapped on the wrist for accessing that money early. Now, if you have a Roth, you can take out your contributions, your contributions without penalty. So that could be another lifesaver for you. But again, Brittany, a big move, a big career change. Focus on your burn rate. Focus on controlling your expenses while still building in some fun. Having a chance to explore a new city and have some time to just breathe because usually these types of moves and these decisions are very anxiety filled. You know, am I making the right decision and am I not making the right decision? All of these things just produce gut-wrenching anxiety, at least in my case they have. So I'm imagining yours as well. So have some fun. All right, we're going to hear a little word from our sponsor and then we've got two more Ask Shauna questions. You know, when we were looking to hire someone to assist us with Millennium Money Podcast, we just honestly had no idea where to look to find good candidates for the job. And we ended up wasting so much time and money, of course, and we didn't even find a good employee after all that time. Then we found ZipRecruiter and we were just amazed at how easy the hiring process actually became, even for a small business like ours. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, which is really key because they can then identify the people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. They do all the hard work. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day, which is hilarious because we spent weeks trying to find the right person and were unsuccessful. So one day was like magic to our ears. The right candidates are out there and ZipRecruiter is how you can find them, whether you're just building your business or you have a more seasoned business. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. I love that word. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash mymoney. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash mymoney. ZipRecruiter is honestly the smartest way to hire, and it is the only way we're going to use to hire people in the future. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions 
vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. That's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. DeleteMe is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using DeleteMe and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide DeleteMe with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have DeleteMe. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. DeleteMe is not just a one-time service. DeleteMe is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 
14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. All right, our next Ask Shauna question comes from Nicole, and it's a very similar question to Brittany's. Uh, She says, hi, my fiance and I are moving across the United States so I can start my graduate school program this August. We're wondering if you have any tips about financing a cross-country move. We're driving because we have a cat. And things we can do ahead of time to work on still being financially secure once we're there. Great question, Nicole. And kudos to you for driving cross-country with a cat I've never, I've driven cross country lots of times. I went to college in the Midwest. And so I kind of know the back and forth route from Los Angeles to Bloomington, Indiana really, really well. Uh, But I never did it with a pet. So I'm not quite sure. I mean, I would imagine a cat's easier than a dog, right? But I don't know. How do you do the litter box thing with a cat? I'm just, I'm super curious. But there are a lot of tips, a lot of the same tips for Brittany that I think would also apply to your situation. Same thing, figuring out your burn rate for any period of time that you aren't working, either while you're traveling or before grad school starts, any any time before you're actually bringing in income is key. And you know that way, figuring out your burn rate really can help you make these educated decisions about your expenses. And then you you have choices from there. You know, whether you decide to spend money on something or not spend money, you at least know from an educated standpoint what effect that will have on your money. And I think from a person who spent a few years never wanting to look at her ATM receipts ever, which was ridiculous because I had money in the bank account. I just, there was something about me and numbers. I, 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 I have this crazy memory when it comes to numbers. I can remember phone numbers like way back. I can remember social security numbers. I can remember lots of different numbers in my head. So whenever I would look at my ATM balance, I would start deducting all of the expenses that I knew were coming up. And I just, it was like a giant snowball in my head of of panic and fear and nothing good ever came from it. So I just started to say like, okay, I'm not going to look at my ATM receipts. I'm just going to fold them when I get them, put them in my wallet, put them where I keep all of my, you know, receipts and, and things like that. But what I learned was that was completely a position of panic and fear. And I needed to actually look at the ATM receipt. I needed to actually know what was going on. I didn't have to fixate on it, but I needed to know what was going on. So I digress. <laughs> back to Nicole, back to your question. Again, there are so many 
great apps. Uh, Gas Buddy would be probably a great app for you that you can use when you're traveling it. We used it on a long drive and it helped us save a lot of money on gas and also helped us figure out where a gas station was. Uh, although, you know, many times when you need gas, when you're traveling, when you're on the road, you just have to go wherever you can go. And so it's whatever that expense is, but Gas Buddy really helped us. I was surprised at how much it helped us. So it might be something good for you to try as well. And credit card points are key again. Uh, a lot of credit cards let you cash in for gift cards and a lot of them have Starbucks gift cards which I thought was totally overrated until we went on a long drive and I had a bunch of Starbucks gift cards from credit card points. And it was great because you can always find a Starbucks, right? There is always a Starbucks. Even in the smallest of towns, there's a Starbucks. And so having those gift cards allowed us to get drinks and snacks and, you know, some fuel for the drive. And we didn't have to spend our own money. And we ended up then only spending a small amount of money each month, each month, each day on food. And, you know, at the end, I was really shocked. Like, we didn't spend that much money on food. That was really cool. And I know I keep going on and on about expenses being key, but honestly, it's kind of the secret weapon that I've seen with people over many, many years working with them. When you know what you're spending your cash on, you can make choices. And choices are key. You're not always going to make great choices or the best choice, but again, who cares? At least your head isn't in the sand. You're making some sort of decision. And I, I really think being smart with your cash, even if you're in debt, it starts with this awareness. And from the awareness, then you can set some boundaries. You can make decisions. You can make choices. It just, especially if you're a couple, it gives you this like grounded, centered approach with your money because you're each coming at it from two different viewpoints, two different ideas, two different ideologies. And so just knowing what you're spending your cash on, it's like, okay, here, here's the reality. Here's what we're looking at. For example, we put $300 a week on one of our credit cards and that pays for groceries, gas, target runs, eating out, basically everything except our bills. And then when we run out of money, let's say early on in the week, we have to adjust our plans. We have to make different decisions. But rather than just kind of aimlessly spending, which we found and what I've seen with a lot of people is really the norm. That's what happens with most people is we just kind of aimlessly spend, even if we're living paycheck to paycheck. And then it's at the end of the month, it's that panic point. So it's from this awareness, being able to set some of those boundaries and being able to visually see where your cash is going, that gives you the power. That is the magic. That really is the secret sauce. But Nicole, I gotta know, you gotta email me after the move. You gotta let me know how the cat did because I'm super curious about this. All right, our last question is from Corey, and Corey says, you've answered so many of my burning questions about money. Now I'm facing a potential promotion at work, a $20,000 promotion, which is crazy to me, and yet so timely as my student loans are going into repayment in the next couple of months. My question is, I haven't yet begun funding a 401k or an IRA. Honestly, no matter how much I learn about them, I'm still not sure where to start. If I only focus on one, say for the next year, which one should I focus on? Tax deduction and such in reference to the Roth IRAs and IRAs is so confusing to me. 
I appreciate any knowledge on this topic. First off, congrats on the promotion. That is a huge promotion and you should be really happy. I think this is a great question because you're already thinking about money from a strategy point of view, which is really a smart way of thinking about money. You foresee, okay, I'm getting this extra cash. I just don't really know what to do with it. And that's such a great place to be because you're asking questions. And I think if I if I had been uh, in my early 20s and started to ask questions, maybe I might have made some different choices. I made some really good money choices, by the way, in my early 20s. And then I also made some not very good money decisions in my mid-20s, early 30s. So, you know, I've been there, done that. But this is a great one and great position for you to be in. So my first question really is, does your company offer a 401k match? If the answer is yes, then what I would think about doing is contributing up to that percentage. The match really is just free money that your company is giving you as kind of a perk for being an employee. And it has the incredible powers of compounding. Any money that you put in your 401k or your IRA or even a Roth, it's really this this magical power of compounding that helps give your, in essence, like your retirement snowball, it helps it grow so much quicker. And so when your company is matching what you're putting in, it's double the amount of money and double helps you get there faster. It, it just means you're going to have more options down the line. When I started contributing to a 401k in my early 20s, we had made the decision, okay, we're going to contribute the max amount up to the match and really the max amount every year. If if you can get in a position where you're doing that, you're automatically putting in the the max amount every year, you're going to totally thank yourself in like 10 years time. 20, 30 years, you're going to just blow your mind, especially if you start young. It's this compounding that just helps it all grow quicker. So my first question to you again is, does your company offer a match? If so, what is that? If there's no match, then there still might be a reason for you to contribute to your 401k because as you stated in your question, it helps reduce your taxable income, which is a good thing considering you're getting a fairly large promotion. So anything that you can do that lowers your taxable income, it it doesn't, in essence, what's happening is you're kind of moving your money from, let's say, like one pocket to another pocket, right? So if you didn't put money in your 401k, you would have more money, yes, in your paycheck, but you would also be paying more taxes at the end of the year but you're moving it to this other pocket, which is the 401k. So whatever money you're putting in there, it's lowering your uh, taxable income, but it's also growing for you, hopefully, cross your fingers, in the 401k, right? Um, There are companies like Bloom with three O's. We've had them on the podcast. We just recently rebooted their episode. So go back and listen to that episode, please, please, please. They're a company that for a small fee each month will help you choose the best investments to make in your 401k. They are honestly the cheapest way to get investments, choose the right investments, I should say, in your 401k. Uh, I have used them in the past. I have clients and friends that have used them and have been so incredibly happy with the value for the small amount of money that they pay every month. 
I've not seen a company like them come around. You know, there's a lot of robo-advisors that have popped up, a lot of your Betterment and Wealthfront and things like that, but they're not going to be dealing with your 401k. They're only dealing with an IRA, a Roth, an outside taxable account, those sorts of things. So Bloom really is just, uh, what they do, I think, is awesome again for, for the fee they charge. Roths are great but they're not going to offer you that tax deduction because the money you put in, you've essentially already paid tax on. You can use your Roth like an emergency fund because the money that you contribute to the Roth, you can take out without penalty. It's only the interest uh, portion of your Roth that you can't take out uh, without that sort of penalty. But Roths offer other perks down the line, right? You can... When you retire and you want to take money out, you're taking uh, essentially money that you've already paid tax on, so you're not paying tax on that money. There are lots of benefits, but again, a Roth is not going to help you with that tax deduction piece. So really, I'm just a big fan of splitting the difference. This is a philosophy I've used for many, many years And I talk about it all the time. This is my personal opinion. This is what I like. Maybe it might resonate with you. Uh, What I mean is some of your extra money that you're going to get put into your 401k, at least up to the match or other retirement, a choice that fits your needs, that feels comfortable for you. And then the other half of the money or another portion of the money doesn't have to be half and half. You can figure out the split that feels comfortable to you, but then some of that money goes to your student loans as an extra payment. Or if you had, if you had debt of any kind, you know, you could use that same approach. I think another thing to think about here is if you have multiple student loans is figuring out which one you want to attack to pay off first. So a lot of people you know, we graduate with four or five or however many different student loans. We don't want to consolidate those student loans. So you have all of these different loans at different interest rates. And we've talked about on the podcast that there are really, in essence, two ways to think about attacking debt. One is looking at what is the lowest debt? What is the lowest balance that I owe on a particular student loan? Okay, let's take that student loan. Let's put any extra money on that student loan until we pay that one off. And then we'll roll that cash onto the next lowest balance, et cetera, et cetera. Or you could find the student loan with the highest interest rate. Which one is that? Okay, let's attack that one first the same way. Extra cash goes on that one and we start paying down that that student loan. We move to the next highest interest rate and so on. Mathematically, you're going to save more money on the highest interest rate method, but sometimes those uh, debts are larger and they can take longer for you to pay off. But again, completely up to you. It's your choice. You decide what you want to do. At the end of the day, you honestly can't make a wrong choice. You got to start with figuring out what matters most to you. But I want you to understand the idea of growing your wealth, growing your cash while you're paying off debt so that you're positioning yourself in a place where soon, someday you're going to be debt-free with those student loans or whatever debts you have. But right alongside that, you've also been building some wealth, whether it's in a 401k, an IRA, a Roth, an outside taxable account, whatever that is. You've also been growing while you're paying down. And I really feel like this teeter-totter approach makes the most sense in my opinion because 
you're tackling both. You know, if you if you focus just on paying off the debt, at the end of the day, you've paid off the debt and that's amazing, wonderful, and awesome, but you've not grown anything. So you're missing some of that compounding and some of those amazing effects that happen with growing your money. And if you've just focused on growing your money, then you've got all this debt and and interest that's growing on the other side that's not helping you either. So in my opinion, that approach really makes sense. And again, it doesn't have to be a 50-50 split. It could be whatever percentage feels comfortable with you. But just thinking about that that way, I think, changes it, shifts a little something. So these were three awesome questions. Again, if you have a question, there's a link in the show notes please shoot me over a question. Would absolutely love to answer them. There's also a link in the show notes to sign up for my Sunday 7 email list. I send out an email every Sunday with seven things that I'm really digging this week. Uh, Money tips, exclusive extra content, uh, travel deals, all sorts of things we uh, cover every week in those seven little tips. I try to keep the email as short as possible because I mean, let's face it, we're all over emailed, but uh, hit that link, go over to the website and would love to send those tips to you as well. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media. It only helps us grow the podcast. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.